Welcome everyone to It Tastes Different Gaming Podcast, the podcast with three different flavors coming from three different gamers. I am your host, Nick Irwin, and I want to welcome my co-hosts, Patrick Smith and Shane Eisterhold. Hey, Patrick, where can they find us? Well, the first place you should check out is our website at ittastedifferent.com. This is the place where you can subscribe to all of our streams and connect to all of our social media sites. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at It Tastes Different. Uh, we're also on Instagram uh, at It Tastes Different PC. And then last but not least is Twitter, where you can find us at It Tastes Diff. What's on the menu for today? Well, we tried the sashimi with Ghosts of Tsushima. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is an action-adventure game developed by Sucker Punch Productions and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Uh, it features an open-world type game. It follows uh, a samurai on a quest to protect Tsushima Island uh, from the first Mongol invasion of Japan. The game was released on July 17th of 2020. This first half of the section of our review is going to be spoiler-free. We'll try to lead a segue into when we start talking about spoilers, but the first half of this will be spoiler-free. Uh, we'll open it up with Shane. Let's see what your thoughts are on this game, Shane. Oh, my gosh. Where to begin on greatness? It's amazing. It is, hands down, this year's the best game, period. The concept to the execution is almost flawless, in my opinion. It sets uh, it sets a bar for the way open world games, in my opinion, should be designed. Uh, Red Dead is fantastic, but nothing nothing about the way it's online or its open world is set up like Ghost of Tsushima is. Ghost of Tsushima setup is just fantastic. The side quests are definitely the way you should design a side quest in an open world game. The characters you interact with are amazing. They're, the stories are interesting. The side quests aren't the same trivial garbage that you always do in every one of these games. And the ones that are similar to it are still 10 times better than any of the other side quests that you know I've done on other open world games. Um, it's just fantastic. Controls are tight. They're they're easy to learn, hard to master. The characters, to me, are my absolute favorite part of the game. Every character in there is unique. Even your main protagonist, who's typically in these types of games, are pretty generic. It truly does evolve in this game. Laura Croft, she started off in the Tomb Raider reboot... I'm an innocent girl. Oh, no, I'm stuck on an island. Oh, how do I use this bow? I kill all you suckers. That's the way she went. This is a natural story progression of this character, and the way he flows from end to end is just its just amazing. I really have very few negative things I could possibly say about this game, um, except for... I just didn't have time to complete all the little things throughout the game before this review. Uh, so that's like my biggest problem is I still have so many little things I want to do in this game. And I'm not a completionist, but I want to complete this game. I really have no no other positives to say about it. And far as negatives, um, it's really hard to find any. The, uh, the, the, the entire game is just so well done. Um, Sucker Punch just, you know, they nailed it. I, 
I, I have nothing, <laughs> nothing really negative to say about it. Nick. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think Sucker Punch knocked it out of the park. I think this is a great game. I love every aspect of this game from beginning to end. It was a perfect game. And, and unlike Shane, I did every side quest and every little thing in it. And I didn't want it to stop. I didn't want it to end. It was a perfect game from end to end. The And exactly right, the, the, the protagonist in this, you know, he grows throughout the story. And all the side characters and side quests are done perfectly. Uh, one thing I love about the side quests is, you know, most of the side quests, if not all the side quests, are pretty short. But they're short and to the point. They don't lead you on. They don't have you doing a lot of this and that and, you know, fetching and, and killing and, and various things that don't have anything to do with the side quests just so they can extend it. It was just enough time to say, this is the story of the side quest and this is how it ends and this is how things happen within the side quest and and that's where 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 it ends you know and then as soon as you begin it 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 ends and and that's one thing i like you know i don't like games that have side quests that lead on forever and ever and ever and ever and it's like because i don't you know i want to do the main quest i don't want to do i I do want to do the side quest but i don't want the side quest to become a main quest and they should be shorter in, in a sense and not take as long but yeah everything about this game just for me game of the year i think it's the best game that's come out this year i don't know if any other games coming out this year maybe maybe cyberpunk potentially but out of all the games that's come out this year so far this is my top game of the year and i think it deserves that spot i think it's the best game to come out this year and and uh i would be surprised to see anything else topple that that achievement that that sucker punch has achieved with this game uh, it's, it's just fantastic um patrick what do you think yes i am on board with just about everything you said um this is also game of the year for me currently um anything else that i've played this year has not lived up to what this this one has the stealth and open world were just they were spot on for me i mean you know, you can play in whatever mode you want. You want to play a stealth type character, you play that. You want to, you don't like doing the stealth mode, you can walk in and just tear places to shred after a while. You know, in my opinion, the side quests were just as fun as the main storyline. Um, I found that I wanted to, especially the side quests that were we we followed other characters in the in the story were just as fun as the main story. You know, even the legendary quests and stuff like that. They were just they were they didn't feel like they were work or tedious. They just felt like natural progressions of the of the story. Uh, the open world in it was definitely it's definitely a big open world game, but it didn't feel like it was overwhelmingly open world. Like I played some games where you're just like, will this ever end? Where I can you know, I'm not a I'm a completionist to some extent, but I, at some point I get tired of doing the side stuff and the opening up the maps and all that stuff. And I didn't get to that point with this game. I did complete everything in the game. Uh, I got every achievement and platinum on this one, so I did get everything. And that's the testament. I don't do that very often on games because I get to the point where I'm just like, this has got to end. But this one, I wanted to keep playing when it ended. And so I'm like, well, let me just let me let me bust out these last few trophies I didn't get <laughs> and go for it. So, you know, I played it and I would still play it now if I had something to do in it. But right now I don't have anything to do in it. So I'm just pretty much, uh, you know, I played it to get the last few trophies and then 
you know, I just ran around the world for a little while because I think the world is is beautiful. There's the trees, the Japanese culture, all of that stuff that the game embodies to me was just was just spot on. And it was definitely a it's definitely a 10 for me. I don't see where, you know, a lot of the other review sites basically uh, beat up on this game because of its its uh, side quests and open world activities. I don't know what they were seeing that I wasn't seeing, but, you know, the most tedious thing in the game that I saw was sometimes I got annoyed with doing the, uh, what were those, the the shrines. But other than that, the shrines were still not that bad and they weren't that hard of a thing to accomplish. So the shrines were, I think, my most tedious thing and I wouldn't even consider that a, a tedious item. I think for the most part, most of the other game review sites gave them like nine, nine and a half out of ten, but like, I think was it GameSpot gave them a seven, and then um, I, I can't even remember who the other one was that gave them like a, a three out of five. Uh, I remember yeah. seeing a couple of bad reviews three. on it. Yeah, three out of five. Yeah, they got a three out of five from. Uh, they didn't complete the game. That's I, the thing. Well, it's that also out of five. You got to understand that's a three out of oh, five well, star. Okay. Yeah, it was the Guardian. That's what it was. It was Guardian. The Guardian gave them three out of five. But reading through their review of the game, I'm like, why did you give it a three out of five? You didn't really. They just they yeah, they basically said it was repetition, repet- repetitive, and blow to boredom is how they said it. So whoever they had review this game probably isn't a gamer or doesn't play things like this gamer because if you want to talk about, I think is what he basically, I think what he was also talking about was like Assassin's Creed. And and he was comparing this to Assassin's Creed. And if you want to talk about a blow to boredom, exactly. I mean, I, I owned the last Assassin's Creed and I liked it. I played a lot of it, but they added so much content that after you got through the first DLC, I'm just like, will this ever end? I am so tired of extra stuff and, and yeah. open worldness and running for minutes to get across the map. And you don't do that in this game. This game tactfully uses um you know travel points and stuff like that to get from place to place so i don't i don't get where the guardian uh, reviewer was going on this or the GameSpot reviewer because the GameSpot reviewer said the open world uh quest structure felt dull and i i was i was hooked in the stories oh the side absolutely. quest stories and the main story you know i just was like i saved the main story did all the side stuff uh, because I I felt that the side stuff was just as, as like I said just as fun just as interesting and just as um, you know it sucked me in just as much as the main story did. Uh, the only gripe that I do have about this game was that sometimes the camera angles got to me. Uh, I don't know how many standoffs that I got into where the camera angle kind of screwed me over to where I missed a, <laughs> I missed the perfect timing of something because it was hiding behind a bush or a tree or something like that. So you know, but that was my only complaint of this game. And right. that's that's to me says a lot about a game. I I played it in the you know I played this game without the with English as the main language you know because you can play it in English uh, with subtitles you can play it in Japanese with subtitles or you can play it in the old black and white style movie with the with the Japanese <laughs> language so you know a little something for everybody so if you like that nostalgia black and white old Japanese style movies you know you play it in that. I think uh, Nick, did you play it? Didn't you play it sub uh, subtitled in Japanese? I did play in the subtitle in Japanese. Uh, I wanted more of the uh, authentic uh, authenticness of it, and I didn't play it in the black and white. I really wanted to, but I wanted to see the colors because this game is beautiful. It's I mean, stunning. the color. Oh yeah, the color variation of the trees and leaves that fall around and the foliage and things. 
I mean, this game is a beautiful open world, and I really wanted to see that color. So I didn't want to play it in the black and white, but I wanted to have that authenticity of uh, having the Japanese voice with the English subtitles. And so that's how I played the game. And, and the Japanese voice actors were great. Um, there wasn't any uh, thing, you know, because sometimes Japanese voice actors, you know, certain ones could be annoying. Um, Goku. <laughs> yeah, you think of Dragon Ball, you know, Dragon Goku in Dragon Ball Z is is kind of annoying uh, voice actor uh, sounding wise, but uh, you know everyone was perfect in this, and uh, I, I loved playing it that way and just reading the subtitles because I wanted to be kind of authentic to the to the situation. But yeah, this game was perfectly, you know, graphically. It's a beautiful game. It's probably one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen. Just the, the, the amount of foliage and leaves and various things just flowing off of stuff. And, and it's in the colors and stuff. They have so many bright colors of pinks and purples and reds and blues. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just everything pops out in this game. And it's just so beautiful. And what, it's, yeah. And it's, what to me, what made those, those colors and the, the most impressive graphically thing about it wasn't to me just the colors and everything. It was the way the wind worked with everything. When you swipe up across the big clicky pad on the PlayStation controller and you watch the trees and the grass and the, and the plants flow with the wind, it's like, how on earth did they do that? Crisis, you, you know, back in the day, oh my God, look at that leaf. It's amazing. But this is, uh, this is just, it's considering the hardware, the, what they have done is really, to me, is just astonishing. Right. Yeah. yeah when, you, I mean, when you hit, oh, sorry, go ahead. Ben. I'll just say, yeah, the colors, the, the different Japanese trees that have the multicolor foliage and just running through an area and the foliage moving out of your way and the colors and running through fields of bright colored flowers and just having the having the world be that interactive and just, and yeah, cause there are scenes where you're in like a, a, a more darker area, but then you have the, the giant, the giant trees, you know, the cherry blossom trees and then the, the yep. different maple species they have that have just different color variations. It, to me, it was just, it was, that was cool just to run around some areas and see that stuff. You know, oftentimes the scenery and the background imagery gets buried in the game. You know, you, you oftentimes when you run into my opinion, to a story that's as good as this, you kind of, lose the background of that stuff but this game you didn't i didn't i felt that it was just you know transitioning from one area to the other it was um it was definitely you could see the stark differences and it kept my attention on the detail as well as the story yeah i mean when you go to the different areas and you see the foliage and the flowers and the trees off in the distance and stuff it's like you know even though you're following a story line you, you see that stuff and you kind of stop with your character and go, wow, this is just absolutely beautiful. And like what Shane was saying with the wind, you know, the wind guides you to your destination and, and everything blows, right? The the leaves and the trees and everything that's in the the what you're seeing, you know, even your character's costume blows in that direction, right? And uh, even NPCs and various things, just like all their clothing and stuff all flows in that direction of where the wind blows. And it's it, it's an absolutely beautiful game. Um, right. Yeah, that that was a cool concept. I will I will, you know, usually in these open world games, I have to have a mini map or something like that. 
And that mm-hmm. is probably one of the features this game has done so well that I didn't miss the mini-map. The whole let the wind be your guide type thing, let the wind be at your back to push you towards your goal was just, it was kind of an interesting, neat concept that I was at first not sure about because I'm like, I want my mini-map to see what's around me. And then as I got to play more and more and I was like, you just swipe up on the on the giant uh, <laughs> the giant screen and you're just like, ah, oh, this is, tell me where I need to go. I don't need no mini-map. You know what's funny is it just now dawned on me when you said it i never realized there wasn't a mini map <laughs> it's just you know it's just done so well i didn't even dawn on me that there is no freaking mini map yep and i need that usually in these open world games this game <laughs> oh, just absolutely. did it so well so well that i that you you forget about it i mean i forgot about it um, oh yes you know so yeah this game makes great usage of the mechanics that it has the stealth mechanics the stance mechanics all kinds of just cool little things to keep you engaged in every battle because open world games have a tendency to just be uh you know ramble on they basically you just go into an area you kill everybody you meet the bonus objectives rinse repeat the next area and mm-hmm. while this game has some of that they it they change it up you can go in one battle stealth you can go in another battle and just go out and fight man to man you know doing dodges and parries and swapping stances so you're doing the most damage possible this game has a lot of mechanics and i mean a lot i mean it has progression you know it has armor different armors i mean i don't know what else you could ask for in like an action rpg game i mean obviously there could be more rpg elements to any of it but i think they had a great mix and balance of all that stuff Definitely. One thing I would like to see is I'd like to see games like Assassin's Creed. Look at what they've done with this and build build something in the Assassin's Creed world like they've done here. To me, Assassin's Creed should have been this type of a world setup. As uh, far as you know, the way the side quest works, the main character works, all of that. I think Assassin's Creed developers really need to look hard at this game and go, wow. This really is some good stuff here. We need to take some of these ideals and make them our own. Because I like Assassin's Creed, but to me, after two, three, they've really started losing their way, in my opinion. I mean, everybody loves Odyssey. Um, I, I've i enjoyed it, uh, but I didn't love it just because I'm really getting tired of open world games. Uh, this game here has drawn me back in easily, just grabbed me, pulled me right in. But... I think Assassin's Creed, those types of games, really need to look at how they've done it here. Yeah, so like I said, definitely great things about this game. I, I, you know, as soon as you think you've learned every ability or skill, they just throw something new at you, and so it keeps you going. You're like, okay, I'm starting to get into the repetitive, and then they throw something new at you, you know? So they say, hey, how about trying this new thing that you just learned to take out this base or this group of enemies or, or whatever, you know? And then each armor set changes the way you play the game. You know, so you'll pick an armor set that goes towards your play style. And even though you get newer armor throughout the game, you may decide, I want to keep this armor. And mm-hmm. I kind of like the way they do it, too, is basically your armor is what has your stat or your, your bonuses on it. But then, like, your hat and your masks don't have any of that stuff. So you can kind of, like, mix and match sets to some extent. And you can get dyes to change the color of your armor, dyes to change the color of your your bow and arrow, your bows. And then, you know, different types of sheathings for your sword that changes the hilt and and the the sheets for it. So definitely lots of cool little mechanics for this game and lots of cool things to keep you engaged. Like I said, it kept me engaged long enough to where I did the platinum on it. I I grabbed every achievement for the game. 
Yeah, I, I would agree, especially with the uh, armor sets and stuff. You know, this game definitely allows you exactly what you said. You know, you can change out your hat and change out your mask and change out your uh, sword and 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 those cosmetic type of materials for anything that suits your style. And for me, I found that I was switching outfits all the time just because I want to. You know, I would play the game for a while, have my character and have a certain mask and and sword and hat. You know, for a little while, and then I'd be like, you know what? I want to change it up a little bit. I want to, you know, have a different outfit and stuff because they give you a ton, a ton of different cosmetic masks, hats, and, and what's cool about it too is you got to go out and find these things in the world. And once you find them, you're like, oh, I really like that. I really like that mask. I really like that hat. I really like that sword look. And, and so you put that on and the different even in the different armor sets and stuff, even though they do give you bonuses, you know, you may not play with, you know, it, it's kind of twofold. You know, you may play with an armor set that does uh, go towards uh, a bonus towards how you like to play the game. Like maybe if you like to use the bow and arrow or something like that, um, but you might wear an armor set that. It just looks cool, like you just like, right? That has nothing to do with how you play the game. Uh, and the game doesn't, you know, you may not get the right bonuses that you need, but the game doesn't say like, oh well, you're where, you know, you lost that or you died because of the 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 armor that you're wearing, right? You get a slight bonus from those things, but it's not to the point of, uh, you know, being able to to take over an area uh, and not being able to, right? right? Yeah. So it, it has that great balance of saying, like, you know, you can wear whatever you want to wear. Um, even though these things might have bonuses towards certain things, you know, even if you wear something that doesn't have a bonus, that's okay. You know, whatever you want to wear, you just make your, your dude, your samurai, your ninja, whatever, you make them look how you want them to look. And I think that's a really cool aspect. And I think I like—I really like the fact that they gave you so many options because I would just change through them so often and just try out different masks and hats and armor sets that I just think look cool. And they give you a variety of colors and patterns. There's so many to unlock and so many to have for, for your armor sets. It's, it's crazy the amount of content they put in here. And like Shane said... Yes, this is this is the epitome of what an open world should be. You know, depending on the game, of course. You know, Grand Theft Auto open world is a lot different than this, right? But open world, this exactly what Shane said. This is reminds me of kind of uh, in kind of that realm of Assassin's Creed and games like like Assassin's. Creed. This is exactly Sucker Punch knocked it out of the park. This is exactly what an open world should be. And what every open world should look at to say, I want to replicate what they've done. Yep, there's yeah, there's just enough open world content, in my opinion, to fill that void uh, with just, in my opinion, just a touch overboard. There's so much to do in there, but not enough to sway me to say it's a bad open world game. There's just there's a lot of collectibles, but there's not like uh, there's not an overwhelming amount of collectibles to where I felt it was insurmountable. Uh, when you first start the game, it seems that way because there are collectibles like every open world game has. And you go through and you open the menu and you see, oh, my God, I got to get 30 of those and I got to get 
20 of these and 80 of these or whatever of that. And you just, you just think, Oh, it's, it's an insurmountable task. But then most of the items I ran across just play in the story. I'm like, Oh, that's there. That's there. You know, cause I'm, I'm a gamer who likes to explore every nook and cranny of the area I'm in. And so that, <laughs> that tends to just, I tend to just stumble or luck into a lot of those things as I'm playing, but the open world in this didn't feel like it was too big for me to be into to where I felt like I didn't want to run all the way across the map or, or God, I got to go back over to that side of the map. No, I'm not going to do that. I never felt that way in this game. Oh yeah. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And the best thing about this game is hopefully what's coming up, the multiplayer, the co-op that's coming out for it. That has got me super excited. Just running running around like Ronin. Right, yep. It's going to be like uh, the multiplayer. Yeah, it's coming out sometime this year. They say 2020, so we, you know, we got a few months left. So what is it? Uh, the Legends. Um, Legends. So basically, uh, Ghost of Tsushima Legends is going to be, you know, it looks like four-player co-op, uh, which is going to be cool. And it's like, it's based, it's not going to be the campaign from my understanding. It's going to be story-based missions that tackle like japanese mythology type stuff so i think i think i read there's going to be a horde mode as well which will be interesting four players with a horde mode with a bunch of swords and bows yeah i'm i'm ready it'll be you give me how you give me how watch us and i'm a happy boy so yeah and then like it like it says there's going to be there's going to be all that kind of stuff yeah it sounds really cool um the dlc but yeah this game is this game is perfect. I mean, really, it's just, it's 10 out of 10. You know, they gave Last of Us 2 a 10 out of 10. And I, you know, well, IGN did. And a lot of other reviewers gave uh, Last of Us 2 10 out of 10s. And while Last of Us 2 was a pretty good game, I don't think it deserved it. You know, this one, they gave it 8 or 7. And I think this game was perfect. I think, like I said, I think Sucker Punch knocked it out of the park. I think this game is a perfect open world and I, I last of us two for me toward the middle of it i wanted it you know i, I was just kind of pushing my way through it and was like let's just see it to the end of this um with this game i didn't feel that way i felt like i wanted to continue playing it i want to continue doing things in it and i didn't want it to end you know yeah. i knew there was an ending coming up and i did all the side quests and i did all the main quests and it finally ended and there wasn't anything else to do besides you know unlike patrick collect some things to get the you know to get the <laughs> platinum on it and i didn't want to do that part because i just didn't want to do that right and that, that was just me i just didn't want to do that not that i didn't like the game i just didn't want to do that part it was it was just going around collecting a bunch of stuff which i didn't want to do and that that's a personal choice it didn't sway me from saying that this is an awesome game and a must play and a 10 out of 10. And for me, again, a game of the year. I think this is one of the best games that has come out this year so far. And it's going to be hard to topple that. Yep. It, yep. The, uh, my opinion so far, the only contender that I know of left for this year will be uh, the, the, cy- the Cyberpunk game. Cyberpunk. Yeah, that's the only game, in my opinion, that may give this one a run for its money. And, and I have high hopes for that game. I mean, I've seen a lot of it, and I'm, I'm definitely interested in it. But this one, currently, for me, is 10 out of 10. Uh, I would reverse any score that any of these game developers gave Last of Us in this one. To me, this oh, one absolutely. is higher rating. In my in my eyes, this is a higher rated game than Last of Us 2. Last of Us 2, I couldn't wait for it to be over. This one here felt like I just wanted to play just a little bit more. I wanted a little bit more, and it, and it ended, and I'm like, oh, it ended. 
you know so uh i definitely this is a 10 for 10 out of 10 for me i would put um i would probably put last of us two in like a seven or eight maybe a seven and a half or eight uh for me out of 10 so this one 10 out of 10 i hope it makes it uh, i i want to see what it does at the game awards and stuff like that because this game here should be winning all the awards for like open world and all that good stuff oh yes everything from the character, the voice actors deserve the rewards, the, you know, the awards that the game designers deserve the awards. I mean, there's nothing and about this game. Oh, absolutely. The music. I mean, oh. just trolling, you know, strolling on your horse, whip out your flute and just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the, the sunsets on this game are absolutely astonishing. Yep. Yep. Like I said, it's, it's definitely one of those rare games that you know a western company puts out a game that just it's in my opinion embodies the japanese culture stuff because I, I like japanese culture and, and and you know samurai games and stuff and this one is just one of the top ones out there um i don't know what else more i could say about this game if you haven't tried it and you're on the fence about it it's definitely one that i don't think that you'll be disappointed for it with even if you paid full price for it because it's you know it's a game worth full price and and is worth everybody helping to develop or monetize it so that they can put out more great games like this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely worth the $60. If it's still $60 now, go buy it for 60 bucks. You will not be disappointed. Nope. I would definitely not wait. Uh, right. Great combat. Great, great story. Great music. Great everything. Just, it, it was hard to put down. I didn't put it down for the whole time I played it. I didn't put I didn't play anything in the middle of this game, which is kind of rare. Normally I'm playing like two or three games at a time. Not with this one. I focused all my attention on it because it was just that good. You know, we'll, we look forward to see what you guys have to say. Uh, we will catch up with everybody on the next episode. Have a good evening. 